You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. Last night was another crazy Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday virtual hang. Each week, I'm always surprised and blown away by how many more people are coming. I love these. Thank you to everyone that has come. Thank you to all of you who came last night. If you would like to join us next week at the Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday Virtual Hang, you need to get the link either via one of the Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday gang members or myself because this is now a private closed group. This is a closed session. We keep it close. We keep it tight. But if you would like to join us, which uh, we are extremely welcoming and we want more people to join us, the best way to do that is to get the link either directly via me, via the Vox and Hops social media accounts, or you could simply hit up someone that you know that's in the gang that has access to the link. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. As Gandalf told Frodo, Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday Gangs is something very sacred to me, and I want it to keep it that way. Now, I'm very excited to play you a track from some of my oldest friends, some of the people that I grew up playing music with here in Montreal back in the early 2000s. We used to party together a lot at Fufun Electric. It is a pleasure and an honor to play you a track by my brothers of Endast, who are coming back after taking a five-year hiatus. I love this band. I love these people. I was actually on one of their first records on a track. It was awesome doing that, and I'd love to do it again. So here it is. Check this out. This is Endast's new track. This is Stand By to Get Some.
it. I love it. Massive shout out to my brothers of Endast. I love you guys. So happy you're back. Keep it up. The Canadian metal scene has missed you dearly, and I can't wait to hear more stuff from you guys. I have put in the description of this podcast all of Endast's social media accounts where you can go and grab this track, Stand By, to get some. I highly suggest you should do that. Today's episode is a very special episode because I am showcasing one of Montreal's premier breweries. They are the best craft beer brewery in Montreal right now, in my opinion. They are only one year old, and they are celebrating their one-year anniversary this weekend. If you can go there, if you can be there, go and support the local craft beer kings. Of course, I am talking about Masorum Brassatorium. This is Vox and Hops, episode number 168, with Vincent Menard, the head brewer of Masorum Brassatorium. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Vincent Menard from Messorum Brassatorium. It is fantastic to be with you. This is a long overdue interview. Yes, sir. I have been wanting to sit down with you since the beginning, since before yeah. you guys launched. Exactly. You guys launched a year ago now. Yeah. And uh, for everyone listening, when this episode drops... They are having their one-year anniversary party tomorrow. You guys should be there. You should absolutely come to Masorum. It is always a good time. Let's start with an <laughs> easy question. How are you doing? How have you been? Let's just start there. Uh, I would say I'm really tired right now. It's been like a crazy year. And uh, I was hoping so for some vacations this year, but uh, no. It's not gonna happen, so yeah, uh, yeah, really tired, but uh, still fo- focusing on uh, on making beer and having fun, you know. Is it still fun? Uh, a little bit less, uh, <laughs> like the past month. Past month was fucking crazy, so uh, yeah, a lot of stress, a lot of. Uh, my mind was uh, everywhere, trying to uh, make the first anniversary happen, so. Yeah, still, we had we had some fun. Uh, let, for anyone that doesn't know who Masorum is, uh, you have been living underneath a rock. <laughs> you guys launched a year ago, as I mentioned. Let take me back to a year ago. You guys were just getting ready to to launch. I came to that first soft launch weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I came with my whole family and instantly fell in love. So, what was your mindset a year ago? Where did you think Masorum would be in one year? Uh, good question. We we didn't expect the 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 brewery to grow that fast and to have uh, like all that support from the the craft beer uh, craft beer uh, industry, you know. So uh, yeah, man. Like right now, we we almost can't believe it. It went it went it went so fast. I I've heard many stories. Uh, through the grapevine of the social media and we have some common friends mm-hmm. of uh, you guys going through it was just so hyped up at the beginning take take me I want to hear these like first three months you guys launched and then it, the response was just so overwhelming mm-hmm. that there was times that you guys were just basically living here brewing day oh, yeah. and night so take take me through that the decision to do that versus just letting it dry up and people coming when there's more beer. Yeah, we uh, we can we really didn't know what to expect. Really, we just thought a brewery like us was missing in Montreal, and uh, 
we've decided to try like uh, focusing on not so many different styles, but mostly beers that we like. And uh, we knew that like some of the, the these, these styles were missing here in Montreal. So we decided to launch on a weekend to see what was going to happen. And uh, the response was instant, really like too much even. <laughs> We uh, well, we ran out of beer in two days. We couldn't believe it. So we've this, we, we were open only on weekends because we didn't have enough beer and staff because we were doing everything ourselves. You know, we we didn't have any employees. So uh, yeah, the next weekend, the other release sold out in like a day. So we were even more like impressed by that and. Uh, since that it never really stopped and just it continued growing and growing and people were lining up outside uh buying the beer even faster and faster week after week so yeah up to a point we like we had to close because we didn't have like not even a beer on tap like, that's insane no yeah. more beer at all in the brewery So yeah, we uh, we've decided uh, to invest in in more tanks. We got the tanks uh, about uh, four four months ago, right before COVID, and uh, we decided to install them and see what what's gonna happen. And uh, since that uh, never never stopped too. It's crazy. You took me on a tour of this place and. From the first time I came till now, it's like three times the size yeah, it's in uh, one year. It's it's unheard of. It's I, you know, why do you think? What was it you said? Do you felt like the Montreal beer scene needed a place like you guys? What did you guys bring that was different? We wanted to uh, put the trends a little bit more forward. We uh, we thought like uh, New England style of IPAs were missing. Brewery focusing on that and other like trendy styles we and that's that's the beers we we like to drink you know so we focused mostly on doing that because we were uh, a little bit tired of uh, crossing the border to go to vermont or new york or uh, places like that because here we uh, like it, it was missing it was really missing and now i feel like Right alongside you, there's a bunch of other people that have stepped it up this year too. Uh, yeah, we see that now. Uh, a lot, a lot more people uh, are doing uh, New England style IPAs and uh, stepping up their uh, branding game and stuff like that. We, it's something that we thought was important when we started the the project too, to have like uh, some some kind of a cool vibe when you come here. And also have like a, a brand you can see yourself in. You know what I mean? Like, like stuff that we uh, we didn't want to bring like um, old old school type of branding. We wanted to have a feel more of a I don't know like something you can see and you don't associate it with beer automatically. That's know? true. That's true. It, it, and the first time I came, I was. I was taken aback. I love the 
I don't know what you guys call it, the skull head. Do you guys have a mm-hmm. name for that? It's, it's you, the Reaper. The Reaper. But, yeah, okay. our name means Reaper. Reaper Brewery. Exactly, yes. In Latin, right? In Latin, yeah. Yes. Uh, we've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. If anyone doesn't know this, uh, Vince can play drums for extreme metal bands. I can't anymore. <laughs> That's what you had told me before. Uh, you, we, you, we actually toured Canada together yes. alongside Origin. You were in The Last Felony. 2008, I think. It was this, uh, September of 2008. That was a wild, fun tour. Yeah, it was uh, cool. Tell me about your transition from going for that dream to this dream of being a touring famous musician to opening a brewery and having a raging success. Uh, around that time, my, uh, my boss at my old job didn't really enjoy me leaving for uh, tours and stuff like that, so... I had to uh, put music aside, but uh, I was brewing like back then, and it's it's always something that I I enjoyed, you know, like drinking craft beers and brewing beers and stuff like that. So uh, tra- transition was not easy. I took uh, a couple years to think about it, and uh, it was not even my first choice. And then uh, I don't know, man. We we talked about it some friends and us and I saw the the course here in uh, Jonquière and uh, yeah man it started right because of that it's also started raining you want to go inside yeah. <laughs> just keep it going I'll just keep it rolling okay. now, at what point did uh, drumming just not become a part of your life anymore uh, I don't know man I got tired uh, after uh, after uh, the last tour <laughs> I was a little bit tired of not uh, not making money, and uh, it was uh, a hard tour. <laughs> the, the pressure, uh, pressure of like pushing the limit, like always and always, and uh, leaving on the weekends and stuff like that. I don't know. I I, I felt like I needed uh, a break from that, and it took me uh, it took me like uh, like a good five years before touching a, a drum set after that. Really? For real. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like 2011, I think. Wow. But then you just dove straight into beer. Yeah. Focusing on that mostly, home brewing. And then uh, it's been like, what, like uh, four years ago, I think. I went uh, full time in beer. Yeah. Sick, sick. Vox and Hops is all about hanging out with my metal friends, talking about their lives, some music and craft beer. So what are we, what are we drinking here first, Vince? Uh, our latest Pilsner. We uh, we've we've canned that uh, uh, yesterday. Cool, cool. So it's uh, really fresh, uh, different from the other one. Uh, we've used a little bit of spelt. So uh, it's not a common grain in uh, pilsners, but uh, we went uh, German style with the hops and uh, long lagering, and uh, yeah, you can taste like uh, it's it's it, like uh, there's like a cool uh, grainy uh, finish to it. It's nice. I love the pilsners are back. Yes, sir. Cheers, man. Cheers. It smells amazing. Super dry. Yeah, yeah, amazing, refreshing. Yeah. Super. I, I love the pills. Are back. Four, it's uh, it's really light. It's like four point point four, I think. ABV. Is there more of an art to brewing a pilsner versus a haze? I'm not gonna make friend here, but uh, <laughs> we don't think it's that hard. You just have to be really careful to all the details. 
I know like a common thing uh, people think is that like pilsners are the it's the like the, the the hardest style of beer to brew. We don't agree to that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> But uh, yeah, for us, uh, it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna. It's not gonna be uh, good for everyone, but uh, hey, you gotta I, be honest. Yeah. I'm I'm really honest, uh, and you 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 saw what we did earlier, <laughs> like uh, pastry style, a lot harder. It's said. There's more. There's more work that goes into it. A right? lot more yeah. work. Must muscle work. Not only that, like uh, to 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 find some kind of a balance in that. I know, like, uh, lager boys, uh, they hate pastries and stuff like that. I think there's a... Uh, you can you can like whatever beers you want, you know? That's we can, It's like music, you know? You exactly. Can like, you can like whatever you want. You have it as a subjective taste. Exactly. But I have heard that rumor that, that if you fuck up a haze, you could fix it. If you fuck up a lager or a pilsner, it's harder to hide the mistakes. It depends on like what you want to do, but yes, you don't you don't have room for mistakes. But uh, like, yeah, man, you just have to to be careful, do everything properly, not cut corners, and then I'm pretty sure everybody can brew like a nice pilsner. I, I wanted to go in that direction that you mm -hmm. went in before about the beer purists mm -hmm. how what was your reception coming to montreal launching having such a huge acclamation from the fans the craft beer community mm -hmm. how has the beer craft nerd elitists accepted you guys people um like uh the clients and everybody they really enjoy having us around we don't have many friends from the industry though that's where that's where i was leaning exactly because yeah. we we mostly don't do like old style and we don't like that anymore we, i'm not gonna like I, i can drink like uh an irish red ale and stuff like that's like once in a while but it's not like a, a style i enjoy anymore so i don't want to focus on making that because i know that i i don't like that style of beer that much so for me i'm not going to be able to make like a good beer out of that because i don't like it very much you know what I mean? so yeah i think uh, a lot of people saw us like uh i don't know man the bad guys <laughs> you still see us like that because we don't we just want to focus on trends and like having fun I don't know. Not like we don't want to. Uh, we don't. We want to push boundaries. We don't want to be like. Uh, it's like. It's like. It's like death metal. You know what I mean? That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, man, you can, you you can like uh, classical music or whatever else, but man, if you want to go extreme, you go extreme. You know what I mean? Which is what you've done. <laughs> you've you've done some some smoothies. Yeah, which which are very unpopular in the in the Here, craft no. beer elitist no. industry. Peeps. Forget it. The pastry pastry stats are more accepted though for some reason. I don't understand why. Yeah, a little bit more, but I don't know, not that much. It's too. I don't know. It's maybe it's too extreme. So and then there's that always that that question that that comment that you see is but is it beer? At what point does do these beers not become beers anymore? And do you care? We don't really care for real. It's mostly do you like it or not? Yeah. 
if you like a product, it's good enough for me. You know what I mean? We do like slushy beers with the slushy machine. That's so fucking dope. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's for real. It's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it, it is. So <laughs> is it beer or not? No, it's a slushy, you but know, it's fucking but it's amazing. slushy of beer, but it's, it's funny. We have like clients really love it. We have, uh, we have fun making it. So it's, uh, yeah, I think that's what's the most important. <laughs> uh, you guys don't do flagships and that comes from the yeah. Vermont new school <laughs> mm-hmm. style of breweries. Exactly. To take me through that. How, do, is there ever a moment that you're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to brew this week? No, not really. Where does this we, come from? Where does this inspiration come from? We uh, wanted to keep uh, like a lineup of beer but not having like flagship, more like a rotation of flagships. You know what I mean? Instead of focusing on like five beers, we wanted to focus more on styles and have like a big lineup of beers going around, you know, like making it like like once in a while when we feel to redo it. You know what I mean? I don't know who has more fun doing this. I don't know if it's a, you or Macandri that has more of a challenge keeping up with one or the other to, to create yeah, new designs and yeah, you creating mostly, a new beer. Mostly him. Mostly him be. right now because it's like uh, for us, it's, we have like so many different ingredients to play with. Like possibilities are endless for real, you know? And uh, people think we just have like one basic recipe and we change one hop, we do another beer. It's, uh, so that's one of some, some like critics we have from the industry. We do like, uh, instead of like having like a sticker of one version hop, one, you know, version two, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not the same beer, you know what I mean? Because you're changing the malt, you're changing we the change percentage everything. of you what's know, going we don't, into We it. don't have like a base recipe that we just change like uh, one or two hops, you know what I mean? It's, it's different, uh, it's different recipes all around. So, uh, yeah, Marc-André has, uh, he's the one that has the, like... More of a challenge exactly, to keep up with you guys. Exactly, because it's like, he's more on the, uh, how can I say it, like, um, creative side of things, you know? It's like, when you do a song, you can't write a song every day, you know no, what you I mean? you can't force inspiration. Exactly, exactly. You, you so. have, you're more, it's almost like you're, you're very creative, and I'm not saying you're not an artist, mm-hmm. but you have, like elements you're like more of a cook it, to play with and you're like today i have ooh, it's i have easier a new for toy us. I exactly can put this new hops different in. hops different grains uh like uh we we take a look at list of grains that oh shit that's cool man uh we ordered that for next week we there's tons of stuff to play with so like compared to uh mark that you can't force like mm-hmm. uh, inspiration to make a design, you know what I mean. So it's it's harder for him. Well, good for him. He's been doing a really good yeah. job because uh, the visuals here is always just super sick. Yeah, he. Uh, it's it's uh, one thing that we we found it was important. So uh, yeah, man, we uh, we focus on on like uh, quality beers with quality branding. It, it was one of the 
the the main focus we wanted to have. I think that comes from the world of being from bands too. Because, Probably because we only made money selling merch. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and we knew that you need to have a sick design, and we can go back to that. And I've spoken to Dom Grimog about mm-hmm. this, and we've laughed about this. The fact that Cryptopsy on that tour had the ugliest merch. <laughs> I don't remember that. No, it was, it was so not bad. That bad. It was so bad. To the point where we, and, and it was like a, a fuck up of the amount that we ordered and we had like 400 oh, yeah. of them. <laughs> and I swear to God, we sold the last one of one of the shirts in 2015, I want to wow. say. <laughs> but you guys had nice merch. Uh, so <laughs> so you guys outsold us some nights because you guys just had nicer <laughs> merch than that. <laughs> it's funny. So that comes from the, the, the world of, of bands of having, you know, knowing that having a visual representation of your entity mm-hmm. is very important. And uh, I don't know, it's part of like, I don't know, like working harder to like sell yourself, you know what I mean? Like uh, if you do shows and you don't play well, people are not going to buy merch, you know, it's it's like, it's a hole, you know? Mm -hmm. I remember you being very hard on yourself. I still on that tour, which is leading to my next question is, are you satisfied with the beers now? Uh, Most of the time, yes, but uh, we're... uh, we're still like tweaking every time. So that's why I think it's cool that we focus on styles that we like because we can really focus on tweaking till it's going to be up to our standards. You know, If, I mean? if it ever will be, and I doubt it will be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It's like when you, uh, when you finish, uh, when you get your album, you know, after the mix and everything, you're like, oh, man, that no, part. No, it's oh, all, always man. perfect because Christian Donaldson does oh, yeah, such a I know. good job. Chris, yes, Chris does. <laughs> Shout out to Chris, bro. But uh, yeah, still, there's like... There's always something. There's yeah, always you know. something, you know. So I feel it's the same thing with beers. There's always something. Uh, let's uh, fast forward to when COVID hit. Yeah. You guys, I heard a story. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is true. <laughs> I can't remember how this from. There were people lined up around the block and the cops showed up because mm-hmm. a thousand people showed up here for a release. Is it's, that accurate? Uh, it, it, you know what? <laughs> Marc-André exaggerated a okay. little bit. Which is good. Which is we, good. Uh, yeah. It, it was... The hype. It was packed, you know? Yeah. There was a lot of people, but... Everybody were waiting in line, uh, distancing each other two meters. Everything was done perfectly. So police, when they show, showed up here, it was right at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. and they were shutting, like, they, they started shutting everything. It was before the, the real everyone stay home, right? No, no, no. It's, it was, yeah, exactly. Like around there, but um, it's, it was around when uh, they decided that breweries were essential. You know, which was absolutely appreciated. Thank so, you, Canadian <laughs> government and Quebec government. So we stayed open, but uh, the time—I don't know if it was the timing or whatever. One of uh, our first uh, barrel-aged sour beer was ready to uh, to for sale, like right right around that time. So we've decided to, oh, let's try it to see what was going on. But man, it was. We didn't expect like that many people. Everyone's home. <laughs> exactly. So we had like a huge lineup that looked 
twice the size as usual because, because there was yeah exactly going on so people uh on the canal here they stopped they were like what the fuck's going on there's yeah, yeah. a there's a rave or something exactly yeah. something going on so they called the cops and everything they showed up here and they they saw everything everything was done perfectly we had already like nice measures with hand sanitizers and everything before it was mandatory so we think we we've done a good job and that's why they didn't close us that's what i yeah i think it was in that post it said 50% of the cops were they were like yeah man you know what we look at your measures and uh it's a lot better than a so lot many of places, places. <laughs> so you know what good job uh for now just continue doing what you're doing but we had a good timing like that day because we sold all the beers we didn't have anything ready for another two weeks after that so just close like, and yeah, just get even like, more security measures exactly in place. so and then we everything like was a little bit uh slowed, slowed down. down did so. you sell more or less during covid because I, i've read that people drink a lot more during covid for us we We've got our tanks like exactly right in the in the beginning of COVID, so we installed them, and uh, we were out of beer, so we decided, you know what, let's let's just fill a couple more tanks to see, and uh, we couldn't keep up with the demand, so keep we it going, filled man. like everything, and then uh, we still sold everything. So it was for <laughs> us, we. We were blessed for real. We, we were really lucky. I really firmly believe that no matter how much you make, <laughs> it's always going to be gone. There's just such a hype. And there was a hype immediately. And I was so proud because I know you guys put a lot of work into this. You guys got into this building, I think, December. Mm-hmm. Around uh, 2018, uh, right? December uh, 2018. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you guys opened in August. So you guys were yep. working here not making any money no for six, six months eight months just about full time yeah, yeah. before that because uh yeah man we did like uh, some construction in the back uh beginning of like september or something but the real real work was done in uh, christmas time we started that full time what is your favorite style what are you excited about that's happening here you showed me some cool things back there what, what are you excited to uh unveil in the next year here uh since the beginning we wanted to have a big uh barrel age program of wild and sour beers and uh that's gonna be uh a lot more because it takes time you know it takes a lot more time so we uh we start to have a little bit more uh wild beer ready so that's gonna be uh another focus for for this year we got some uh we got three fooders now so a lot more beer in that too we got a lot more barrels too so uh we'll probably uh get maybe one one or two blending tanks because right now we uh do we can't we can't we we don't want to use uh our clean uh fermenters to make wild beers because it fucks everything I exactly yeah. so we uh use the we use um just one we have like three small fermenters that we uh we use just for blending but we do like really really small blends for now because we can't uh we don't have the the tanks to to make bigger blends for now we're gonna move to the next beer okay that's uh that's gonna be uh 
one of the beers uh, for the first anniversary. Which is cool, and you have you have you have a lot of stuff coming up for the first yeah, anniversary. Yeah, we wanted to ha- we wanted to have something cool, uh, like uh, do like a, we wanted to make it like really extreme, because because we're of COVID. Metal. Uh, yeah, we 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 really we we can't really do it now, and uh, yeah, we wanted to have shows and like a lot of stuff, but uh, we'll uh, we'll try to save that for next year if we can. Well, you can only just keep growing, and you yeah, know, we'll see. I but, know that uh, it's going to be packed. It's going to as packed as it can be in the situation mm-hmm. that we live in. It's a, you know what we're it's it's even hard for us right now because we want to make like a huge party, but in the same time we have the responsibility of oh fuck yeah keeping it like safe for everybody so we're i don't know we don't know exactly how it's gonna go but we might have to cancel some events okay if it gets too crazy yeah so people are listening so behave exactly uh follow the rules wear a mask when you are moving around inside exactly and And, uh, outside too and uh, just enjoy the beer and have a good time. So mm-hmm. what is this beer we're about to uh, taste? This one is uh, one of the the beers we're going to have for the anniversary. It's uh, We've decided to uh, start some series in the... Uh, in the past couple months and uh this one is uh it's going to be the first one of the uh like single hop mono hops, mono cool. hops Very cool. yeah of uh of, of beers so this one is a hundred percent galaxy hops sweet it's one of the hops that we like the most so uh cheers we wanted to uh make a beer out of that it smells amazing yeah perfect creamy mm. dank very smooth yes australian hops are um so dank and uh yeah we plan on making um like nice versions of uh mono hops of the ones we like the most very cool yeah very very cool if you can name three breweries mm-hmm. that were your major influence in the vibe of this place the beers that you are producing what you wanted to bring here to montreal who would they be who, uh number one inspiration is other half in uh brooklyn uh, we actually wanted to recreate that, uh, like underground, uh, industrial vibe when we, uh, were, uh, designing the project, the, the location was one of our main, uh, um, interests, you know what I mean? So, uh, when we found that place, like a little bit more, uh, like a trashy vibe underground graffitis uh not clean you know we wanted to keep that like raw vibe and uh i think we found the the perfect spot to uh recreate the feeling we wanted you know 100 percent, yeah so yeah other half is a uh, big inspiration beers uh branding they have uh the branding is r- really amazing big team of marketing they do everything perfectly so we're uh, forever fans. And uh, what else? Uh, American Sclera, big, big, big influence for us. And we uh, got really lucky last year to, that we did a collaboration with them. And uh, I think they, they, ha- they, they are the perfect example of what uh, like a, a brewery could be. Because they, they master perfectly like old world styles of beers like mm-hmm. 
uh, lagers, uh, uh, all the their wild beers and everything, and they master a lot of the new styles of beers. Amazing pastry stouts, uh, amazing uh, New England IPAs and everything. So I, I think it's that's what I'm looking for. You know, a brewery that that can be good in like old old school styles and not just be like uh, stubborn in making that you know what i mean yes yes to have the flexibility exactly to, 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 which I, a lot of the some people are doing here in quebec now they they start more and more but we feel it's it's missing it's not genuine you don't think exactly that. and i think it, they're missing out on something by being stubborn <laughs> Fuck yeah dude dude <laughs> No, no but matter I mean, how just, much beer do you just make, for you're them, sell it just all for out. them, you know, it's not not even that. It's just for them, just to be a little bit more open-minded. You know what I mean? Stop being stubborn. You know, uh, metal elitists, craft beer it's, elitists, exactly. You know? <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, so American Slara, big shout out for them too. And uh, next one is uh, Oval here. Yeah, big, big, big. Still, still is my favorite brewery. Did you guys base the only having the beer available here through no, through Oval? It's or? mostly uh, mostly American style of breweries, you know, taproom open. And it's mostly, you know what, man, about quality of products. You go here, you get your fresh beer. You saw it before. We don't have any beer sitting on, on like warm shelves. No, no, 100% no. So yeah. ev every beer stays in the cold room, you know what I mean? And that's something that I think breweries would uh, would profit of doing, you know, mm -hmm. by doing it. Mm -hmm. And and to have the decision to wait till you guys had the finances mm -hmm. to start brewing here versus going to a contract, it falls into this. It must fall into that same <laughs> exactly. Reason. We thought about that, but we stopped like almost immediately because we were like, man, we do, we we won't have any control. Of our beers, so fuck that. I don't fuck that. I like Hushlag, and I'm, I don't. I don't want to throw them under the bus mm -hmm. here. I, I enjoy their products. When I got into craft beer, I drank a lot of them, mm -hmm. and uh, the more I heard about it and understood what contract brewing entails, where you just show up with your 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 recipe and give mm -hmm. it to some guy it's like you don't know what's going on it's a, I, I always translate it to the band world and saying here's exactly. my lyrics go go sing my song exactly. for me and then i have to take it and i paid for mm -hmm. it exactly it's like you have an idea of a band you hire a band to do it and they suck what are you gonna do but you can't say anything because exactly. you paid for it yeah. exactly I, 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 so i don't know man we we good for you guys to wait and we we think There's a, a big uh, change that needs to be done here in Quebec, for real, because we we need breweries like us, for mm -hmm. real. I feel like a few are coming out. I can name hopefully two hopefully. off the top of my head: mm -hmm. Sir John, exactly, Brewing Company, Brewski mm -hmm. as a second one. Mm -hmm. uh, Nouvelle France seems to be going in, mm -hmm. in a new new wave. But I mean, focusing on. Not delivering beers on shelves. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, like uh, a lot of like uh, a few years back, all the breweries were uh, when they were opening, they were like, "Oh, we're here to uh, educate people on styles of beers," you know, because you wanted to have that that old man drinking his Coors Light, drinking your Pilsner or your Red Ale or whatever. Okay, but we feel that we don't have to do that anymore so 
You don't have to open with basic styles of beers. Okay? Which you didn't, yeah. We don't, we don't because we don't like it, okay? And we think now we have to educate people of what's fresh beer. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, it always infuriates me if I go anywhere and I find an old dead can somewhere. It's like that everywhere. Yeah. For me, IPA, you can't distribute that. I'm sorry. Mm. You can't. Needs to be fresh. It needs to be kept cold all the time. If you break the cold chain, changes it. Forget it. Okay, cool. We have clients that come here, and they come here just because of that. You know, they know we when we do the release, we bring the beers directly from the cold wind. It, it never goes warm, never. So people want that, and they tell us, you know, if. We come here just because of that, because we know it's fresh, we know it's cold, we know it's it's it was not sitting in the warmth for like a month or something, you know? So I think that's one good point that breweries should focus on right now. Very cool, very cool. I, I'm very interested. Another kind of education. Very you know? cool, yes. Um, let's wrap this up with the one-year anniversary party. Mm-hmm. Um, what do people have in store for them? We've we've just drank this 100% Galaxy mm-hmm. New England IPA. Absolutely delicious. What else do you guys got up your sleeves for all the craft beer enthusiasts of Montreal and everyone we're around Quebec? They're all going to come <laughs> to us. Uh, we're going to have uh, four bottles. So three uh, sour beers and one stout. And uh, for now, we're going to have three or four cans also. So that one, uh, we have another uh, collaboration with uh, Bacanada that we did uh, last year. Very, very cool. So a big collaboration with them and uh, Yakima Chief Hops. Yes, shout out to Luke. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, we had fun making that here. We uh, we did like a big, uh, juicy New England IPA, crazy big amount of dry up. So, do you know what hops went into? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, we did uh, Citra Mosaic, Nelson Sauvin, and a uh, new uh, trial blend of Cryo hops. Cool. So and it smelled fantastic. So right awesome. now it's uh, it's, it's waiting. Yeah, it's, it's doing waiting. it. It's fermenting. It's and, magic. Uh, it's looking pretty good. So awesome. this we have uh, that that one hundred percent galaxy. Uh, we're gonna have the pilsner. Uh, what else? Uh, collab with uh, American Solera. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, redid the the collab we've done over there. Uh, Sadly, that they couldn't come up to do it. Yeah, that, no, yeah. we did that uh, over the phone because uh, we wanted them to come here. They were supposed to come uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, forget it with uh, the COVID and everything. Nobody can cross the borders yet, so yeah, we we've decided uh, to uh, do a collaboration online. Very cool, which I've seen a few people have done. Yeah, yeah, and we it's a beer that we've done before. Mm-hmm. with them over there so we took the same uh, label that we, we changed a little bit the colors and uh yeah man after that we have um one uh we have like a like a cool example of uh the beers we want to put out uh within the next year cool yeah so uh some cool sour beers we have like uh we have one uh aged in uh gin barrels 
with uh, blackberry and kiwi. That's so interesting. It's uh, yeah. really cool, and when it warms up, it uh, gives like a, like super intense wa watermelon uh, kind of taste. Wow, it's really it's really uh, really cool. We have one uh, sour sour beer with cherries. One okay, yes, and uh, the other one is um, it's. A type of beer that we want to work a lot uh, during the next year. It's a uh, beer made with uh, wine grapes. Oh, very cool. We're big yeah. fans of that. We think uh, the hybrid between wine and beer is really, really cool. Me too. I enjoy that very, very so, much. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really light, refreshing, and uh, like a little bit like a white wine kind mm -hmm. of taste. So, that's pr pretty cool. And uh, last beer is, uh, yeah, Imperial Stout. Brewed, uh, which which leads us perfectly to our next beer. <laughs> so what do we got here? And I, I, I a funny anecdote as as he was giving me the tour. Gab was wrestling, trying to uh, <laughs> put out the the hazelnuts, which was basically in a big bag, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trying to pull this out of the the fermenter. We uh, yeah, we've decided to do a blend uh, of uh, 100% uh, barrel age imperial stout. And uh, we've decided to age it on um, hazelnuts and uh, Tahiti vanilla. So it's yeah. very sick. It's, uh, yeah. it's pretty cool. We wanted to add coffee, but uh, the the, tri the the tests we've done were not really good. We liked uh, the product as is. So uh, it smells amazing. Yeah, it smells the you know the the, the hazelnut the super vanilla on the nose. Oh yeah, super nutty. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, it's like biting into a hazelnut. Long lasting of uh, yeah. of nuts. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Poured straight from the fermenter. Yeah, exactly. I always yeah, love when that happens. It's not done completely, you know. Yeah. We're uh, probably going to add a little bit more of uh, vanilla. But uh, but you guys uh, bit off a big chunk to get all these beers done. Oh, yeah. We worked uh, man, nonstop for uh, the past month, for real. Like, uh, yeah, it was a crazy year. I think it's the most intense month. Now, what else do you guys have going on? You, you mentioned that you wanted to have some shows. There's some things that are going to... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how... It I saw there's a graffiti artist. Exactly. We're supposed to have, like... Um, a DJ. Yeah, DJ set uh, during the day. One or two DJs, I think. Uh, Mark's going to do a, a small show. Uh, Very with, cool. Uh, his rap band. Cool. Then... Um, Yeah, graffiti artists and stuff like that, doing uh, like uh, painting art and stuff like Very that. Very cool. So yeah. uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it's not gonna rain, and hopefully, it's gonna be um, quiet enough so we don't have to cancel anything. Everyone behave <laughs> so that we can have fun. Um, one last question: What is your hangover cure? <laughs> You know what, man? <laughs> like uh, a big greasy breakfast. I, I get with, that. I get that one a lot. Yeah, with uh, Gatorade. There you For go. Me, it yeah. does it. There takes you go. it takes a couple hours to kick in, you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, big uh, greasy. Uh, the best one is uh, breakfast poutine. Oh, oh, there yeah. you go. See, I haven't had that oh, answer yeah. before. That's, yeah. that's the best for me <laughs> with uh, Gatorade. 
sick. It's nice. Vaisa, thank you so, so much. Um, I'm a fan. I've been a fan. I will be a fan. Thanks, man. Um, fan of you, too. I meant to, to talk about the bike gear, but we'll save that for another one. Yes, sir. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers, man. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Such a great chat to catch up with Vincent again, uh, to watch him grow so quickly. I was there that first weekend to see where it is right now. He took me on a tour of this place. It's three times bigger than it was. I can't get over how well they have done. I can't get over how good his fucking beers are. I'm taking my hats off to you, Vincent. You've done something wonderful. I, I cannot wait to see where you're going to take this. But I'm on this ride with you. I'll be right beside you the whole way man super stoked for you watching a metal brother go and do something new and completely succeed at it i love it i hope you guys have a great weekend i am looking forward to relaxing i will be back at you next week with two episodes but until then remember to enjoy life metal and craft beer cheers vox and hops heads It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing <laughs> so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you <laughs>